Welcome back to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Sorry for the delay in getting the story out, but Grandpa was on holidays. Let's listen now to part four of Drop Dead Gorgeous, The Possession. And if you haven't yet checked out the website, www.grandpastalesofterror.com, please do so. There will be a question asked on the website for my listeners to answer. Now, close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. (laughs) Edgar lied in bed, looking up at the ceiling, not sure of what he wanted to do. He wasn't going into work again, second time in a couple of days. His cell phone started to ring, him thinking it was his boss again, wanting to know about the stupid project he was supposed to be working on. Picking it up and looking at the caller ID, he saw that it was his mother. He realized that he hadn't talked to his parents at all since he met Lilith, a.k.a. Drop Dead Gorgeous, answering his mother's call and chatting for a bit. His mother invited him over for dinner later today. Hanging up, he turned over and looked at the blonde who was laying beside him. He didn't need to be quiet in fear of waking her up because she was never going to wake up again. He placed his hand around the ice pick that had been shoved in her ear and pulled it out. Looking at it closely, he was pretty sure that there was brain matter But it didn't matter. No pun intended. She wasn't going to need it anyway. Edgar had met her at a trendy bar that was the place to go these days. After an evening of some drinks and dancing, a few appetizers, he took her to meet Drop Dead Gorgeous. After winning a few hundred bucks and Lilith's approval, they went to his place and had sex. His orgasm occurred at the same time as her agonal gasps, the last attempts of breath into a dying body. Just before he was about to climax, that was when he shoved the ice pick in her ear as far as he could. His hand covered her mouth to muffle her screams. As she writhed, trying to fight him with whatever strength she had. Those movements just made his orgasm that much more pleasurable. After taking her body and putting it downstairs, next to the co-workers, he made himself a pot of coffee and breakfast. Later in the afternoon, he showered at least, but didn't shave before he went to his parents' place for dinner. Bringing his mother some flowers and a bottle of wine, Edgar told them about work, having a few dates, and answering their questions about what was going on in his life. Saying goodbye to them, he went to the casino to profess his love to the one that took his heart. Edgar felt somewhat belittled after seeing Lilith. He got the impression she was being impatient with him for some reason. 
She offered the compliments and the praises, but for some reason he felt as if they were not as sincere as they were when him and Lilith first met. Lilith seemed impatient that he was not finding another woman he liked fast enough. Over the next two days, Edgar tried to appease Lilith's impatience by finding whoever he could to have sex with and kill them. He made the mistake of choosing a female who was larger than his previous choices, which had certain consequences. Edgar had to admit, however, she was very adventurous and agreed to do almost anything he asked. Again, on the brink of orgasm, he unfortunately had a difficult time trying to cut her throat with a box cutter due to a bit of a double chin. When he tried the first time, she was actually quite strong and was able to pull the box cut away from her throat. She bit his fingers when he tried to muffle her screams for help with his hand and rolled on top of him, pinning his arm and hand with the box cutter underneath. Eventually, Edgar was able to pull his arm, hand, and box cutter out from underneath him and was able to slash with several attempts his victim's throat. Unfortunately, due to the strenuous activity involved, it wasn't much of an orgasm. Hardly worth mentioning. The next victim didn't drink or wasn't having sex with anyone until she got married. Now Lilith would have had her own orgasm if Edgar was able to be the first one with a virgin but once back at Edgar's place, all the victim had to drink was either chamomile tea or water. After Edgar finished off a bottle of Merlot by himself and realizing that nothing was going to happen, he killed her anyways, using the bottle to bash her head in. Flies were starting to buzz around in the basement due to the co-worker starting to decompose, as dead bodies do. A certain smell was starting to develop also, to which Edgar plugged in air fresheners and used a well-known product to get rid of odors. The next morning, as he was locking his front door and opening up the garage door, a police detective stopped by ask him a few questions. Looking at each other, the police detective remembered who Edgar was, and Edgar vaguely remembered the police detective. They had first met at the casino when a certain police officer was asking him questions about a man who had been sitting prior to him, meaning Edgar, at a slot machine then walking out into traffic. The police officer just after that had been promoted to a detective, having passed all of the requirements for the promotion. After some quaint, polite pre-conversation, the detective started asking his questions about Edgar's co-worker and another girl from a trendy nightclub. He asked Edgar if they could go inside his house, to which Edgar politely said no and that he was late for work. 
After the question period, the police detective handed Edgar a card saying that if he could think of anything else to give him a call. Edgar got to his car and drove away while the garage door closed. The detective smiled and waved goodbye. Edgar sat in the dark in his office, wondering what he did wrong to displease Lilith. He kept his office door locked so no one could walk in. When there was a knock, he didn't answer. The phone would ring, but he didn't answer that either. All he could think about was, why was Lilith treating him so poorly? Getting his usual at the casino bar, he made his way over to Drop Dead Gorgeous to ask how he could make it up to him. Stopping, Edgar saw someone else sitting there, looking at her, just how he did when Lilith and him first met. Walking up, he could see the person's eyes gazing at the beauty of Drop Dead Gorgeous. Edgar grabbed the person by the shoulder and spun them around facing him. For an instant, Edgar felt compassion for the person because of the individual being a woman. What are you doing? He threw his Long Island iced tea into her face and pulled her off the chair. He yelled at her to leave and that drop-dead gorgeous was his. Starting to cry, the woman got up from the floor and walked to the nearest (laughs) casino. Edgar sat down and demanded to know why she was treating him like this. He reminded her that he was doing everything she wanted and that he would do more. He sat and stared and was losing patience that Lilith was not responding. Answer me, please. (laughs) Answer me. Turning his head slightly, he could see security walking towards the woman and the casino worker. He was getting frustrated and desperate. He quickly told her that he loved her and would do anything. Finally, Lilith's voice spoke to him and asked, Anything? To which Edgar said, Yes. She appeared before Edgar and said, Then leave me alone. Anger flashed in Edgar's eyes just as two casino security guards appeared. As one of them spoke to Edgar to stand up, Edgar stood up and yelled at Drop Dead Gorgeous that this wasn't over, that he was going to get revenge on everything. The guards grabbed Edgar's shoulders and started pulling him away while he was still yelling and talking about how he was going to to hurt you. Once outside, Edgar got into his car and drove to his parents. 